0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray, Pre-Med Q&A. Nirav, welcome to the pre-med years, not the pre-med years, Ask Dr. Gray, Pre-Med Q&A. Thanks for joining me.
1: Hi, Dr. Gray, how are you?
0: I am great, thank you. What is your question?
1: So my question is, um, I went to the pre-med advisor um, on campus and <clears throat> she uh, did, you know, an overview of my transcript and took a look at my courses and grades and everything. And I have not taken the MCAT yet, but she told me that I should rule out, I should definitely rule out U.S.-based MD and DO schools. And she said that I might have a chance at Caribbean schools, but I really shouldn't look at um, anything uh, in the U.S. because that'll just be essentially a waste of my time. And um she said that she wants to see me succeed, so Caribbean school Caribbean schools would be the best chance. However, I think that um I do I have a few Cs in my core classes. Um I wasn't, you know, as I would say that I was a late bloomer. I didn't really um take it seriously and I have retaken all of those courses um and gotten A's in them the second time around and even with that she So uh, I know in uh, previous podcasts and stuff, you've talked about an upward. And so for the past year and a half to two years, I've had nothing but a 4.0. But even with that in regards, she told me that I really shouldn't look into MD schools. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts and, um, you know, what you think about it.
0: What's your overall GPA?
1: My overall GPA is a 3.3. Okay. What's your science GPA? So I, of that, I'm not sure. It was a 2.2 before I retook the classes, and I've retaken about, uh, I would say, six classes now, and I've gotten A's in all of them. Okay.
0: So I think so that's, I'm not, I haven't, that's an important number to look at, is what, that, uh, what your science GPA looks like after the retakes. Ideally, you're above a 3.0. Ideally, right? So cumulative GPA, you're above that 3.0, you're to 3.3. I think your pre med advisor is uh, misguided in her or his advice to you to say that you should give up hope to apply to MD schools or even DO schools and that maybe you would get into a Caribbean school. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Obviously, you, you get into a Caribbean school. There's no, there's no question. Um, can you get into a U.S. school? Of course. Of course you can. Right? You screwed up to begin with. Guess what? A lot of students mess up when they start undergrad. And you figured it out, right? You hit the reset button. You course corrected. You figured it out. And you've gotten a 4.0. The question is, is that enough to get you into medical school today? I don't know. How many more credits do you need before you graduate?
1: Um, I can actually graduate at the
0: end of this summer. <clears throat> okay. How many credits are you taking right now? Uh, just three. I had uh, one course to take. Okay. Science course? Yes. Okay. So you have one more science course to go. So I would mm-hmm. run the numbers look at what uh-huh. your science GPA is right this minute. If you are at okay. or above a three point I would apply to medical school. I would apply to medical school and I would obviously you'd have to take the MCAT, um, to to do that. But I right. would I would apply. And let the medical schools tell you, you know what? Great job turning it around, but it's not enough Right. And and it's that yet. That's the key part. The fact that advisors are out there telling students you won't get into a U.S. medical school is ludicrous. I did a pre-med years podcast all about this, where I said it's not your advisor's job to tell you that you can't get into medical school. It's your advisor's job to show you how to get into medical school based on your current circumstances. And if your advisor is sure. telling you that you can't get into medical school, then they just don't want to do their job, right? Plain and simple. I don't know your advisor, but I'm, I'm telling you straight up, he or she just doesn't want to do their job and figure it out. Maybe they don't have time. Right. If you're at a large school, advisors are super overwhelmed. I get it, right? But their job, they're getting paid to advise you, to help you. And telling you that you can't get into a medical school in the US is no help to Except for them because then you go away so from this point forward obviously or from a year and a half two years ago you've turned it around completely 4.0 GPA awesome stuff now continue to do it with the MCAT continue to do it this summer like finish your last class strong I'm assuming that as we're talking right now it's mid-June. I'm assuming you're not applying to medical school this cycle?
1: No, I, um, I'm actually studying for the MCAT currently, and uh, I'll be applying next cycle.
0: Okay. So what I would do if I were you, and it depends on the situation at your school, is potentially put off graduation and just continue taking some more classes so that you continue to show that upward trend, or walk gotcha. and take more classes still. Right, so either way, you're taking more classes to continue to show that upward trend to try to get above that three point zero. That's that's the idea. Gotcha.
1: And um, would uh, uh, let's say, uh, for example, if I were to apply to one of the, you know, one year um, masters programs, would a 4.0 in those classes reflect the same as uh, you know a four point zero in like the undergrad classes, or would that hold more of a weight? When I'm a little confused about because that's something that my advisor advised that might make me competitive is to do a master's program. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's, it's something that I'm looking into as well.
0: So I don't think you need to do a master's program at this point. Right? You've you've shown that you can handle the coursework. You've redone the classes that you had to redo. Unfortunately, the do application doesn't have grade replacement any, anymore. Or else, you would be solid right? Um, but they don't. So you've already shown that you can handle the coursework. And that's what a master's program is. for. Did you so so one quick question, when you retook the classes, uh-huh. did you retake them at the same school that you received the season originally? Yes, I did. Okay, perfect. So That, that will remove any sort of doubt of, oh, he went to the community college, and he couldn't ha- hang at a four year university. So that's, um, so that's a good thing um how a master's program is viewed depending on the type of masters right an mph will do nothing for you um, it, it would have to be a master's in a hard sciences or one of the special master's programs which is a very specific post back for students like yourself right. um, what or how the medical schools view the master's gpa is completely up to them they may not care anything about the master's gpa they may Ignore your undergraduate GPA and only look at your master's GPA. They may work in your master's GPA into your undergraduate GPA and and kind of average it all together. So how the medical schools look at that is completely up to each of the medical schools. now there there are two different ways to improve your GPA at this point. taking undergraduate postback work or taking the master's postback work. For you, because your undergraduate GPA, is not great i would continue to take undergraduate level courses just keep taking higher level courses and and see how many you can squeeze in to get that trend continuing to go uh, or or leveled off at 4.0 right you can't keep going any higher but leveled off at 4.0 for a long period right. of time um, and then apply to medical school and, and really put your best foot forward right so we look at schools Uh, Like UCF, right? I talk about this all the time, UCF, their policy, um, whether it's across the board or on an individual basis, they have the ability to look at the last 20 hours of science uh, science credits. They look at the last 20 hours of science credits and that is how they determine if you can handle the coursework. It's the perfect situation for a student like yourself who struggled early on, fixed what was going on and has done extremely well moving forward, right? So UCF right. may look at your GPA and go, yeah, 4.0 student, perfect, we'll look at it, right? Or you go- Oh, I, I was actually
1: unaware of that.
0: Yeah, or, or you look at, uh, I had the director of admissions for University of Illinois on recently, and she said their policy, they have the ability to remove a whole year of classes from your GPA cal- uh, calculation. And so that's the, Kind of the most frustrating thing with this process is that every school is different. And so getting blanket advice from an advisor saying you'll never get into medical school is just it's horse poo-poo, right? It just it's just it doesn't make sense because every school has the ability to do something with your transcripts, with your GPA, with your MCAT scores to potentially help out a student in your situation who struggled early on and then fixed it. Illinois can drop a whole year of your classes and base your GPA on removing that whole year. UCF, look at the last 20 hours. There are schools that have what's known as the 32-hour rule where they will look at your last 32 hours as kind of a um, a reboot of your GPA, and they'll kind of ignore everything else before that as well. There's a handful of schools that, that do that. So there are many gotcha. ways to to fix what's wrong, the hardest part is done, right? You've already figured out why you struggled, and now you're doing well. Now you just need to keep doing it, continue to do it, obviously do well in the MCAT, make sure that the rest of your application is complete, right? have a good personal statement, have good Mm -hmm. extracurriculars, write a good personal statement, write good extracurriculars, write your secondaries well, get them done early, submit your application early, by broadly and you'll be fine.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Follow-up questions? Yeah, so um I I definitely hear you. I and that's something that I really needed to hear as well because it was kind of almost morbid coming out of the meeting with my advisor, so uh thank you for the, you know, um encouragement and so when you say that taking i should continue taking classes as an undergrad to improve my undergrad gpa um i since i've already taken you know uh the past four years worth of classes i've i'm seeing that getting a's in these classes
0: isn't really doing
1: is it it's not a monumental change to my gpa yeah. um but like you said there. are uh, there are schools that look at the last 20 or 32 hours or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And is, is that specifically, are, they, are there specific schools that do that? Or is that just the general thing that schools do, all, uh, general things that all medical schools do?
0: So if you Google 32-hour rule uh, for medical schools, there are, last I looked, five schools. I, I haven't looked in a while to see if they still do it, if it's still their policy. LSU was one of the schools. Um, I think Wright State possibly was another one. I, I don't know them off the top of my head. It's not something I talk a lot about. Um, right. if you just do a quick Google search. Uh, I would, one of my favorite things to do is reach out to the medical schools and say, hey, here's my situation. Uh, I've been told that some schools have the ability to to only look at a certain number of hours or the, the previous number of hours or drop a year or whatever. What is your policy on this, and see if they'll tell you, right? And if they sure. don't tell you, let me know because then I can talk to students about it. Um, but but really, sure. reach out to the schools that you're interested in going to and and see um, what sort of communication they will have with you uh, about about your GPA and your process.
1: Of course. Well, thank you. That was that was basically the follow up question I had, and. I really uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to
0: me. Yeah. So as you as you move forward, right, apply to medical school, keep taking classes. If you don't get in, then it's time to reevaluate, right? What, what went wrong? Was it a bad personal statement? Was it not enough extracurriculars? Was it a bad interview if you got interviews? Or did you not get any, any interviews because your GPA just wasn't where it needed to be? And then that's where right. you reevaluate and go, okay, do I need to take an S.M.P. right? Do I need to spend the the fifty grand or ten grand in state, out of state, whatever, public, private school tuition? Uh, do I need to spend that money for an S.M.P. now? But I wouldn't do that as the first step right now. I would keep pushing forward. You you fixed your grades. Obviously, GPA wise, it's going to be on the lower end of the the scale, but you've you've done it. So just keep that upward trend there. Apply and then reevaluate if you don't get it.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Perfect. Well I will definitely take this advice to heart and um you know um I was I was pretty close to thinking, you know, not sure what to do next and now I have a path so I really appreciate it. Alright. Have a great day. Thank you so much, you too. bye bye
0: Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre Med QA. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube as well on Medical School HQ.